Welcome to Encountering Empowerment. I'm your host, Empowerment Coach Victoria Jocko, here to teach you how to reclaim your personal power so that you can feel like the bad bitch you are, using my proven formula. Personal agency is your birthright, and no matter where life has taken you, it's not too late to tap into it, and I'm here to help you do it. Hello, hello, my lovelies. How are you doing today? I hope you are well. I'm feeling pretty good. I had an amazing session with a client and uh, it just energizes me so much when I get to work with amazing humans. I feel like I can do anything afterwards. And, you know, my session with this person is actually what sparked me to make this episode because I see this issue of avoiding feeling our feelings so much, not only with my clients, but with myself too. So that's what I want to talk to you guys about today, feeling our feelings, what that means, how to do it, and some of the things that you might run into that stop you from feeling them. Now, this isn't going to go like in some type of order, although I will recap at the end just to be aware. But learning to accept my accept and feel my emotions is actually where I started when I set out on shadow work, inner child work, and overall just on my personal development journey. It was a key aspect in my pain because I had heard so often that my emotions were bad and wrong and meant that there was something wrong with me. And um, if you want to hear more of my thoughts on that, you should definitely listen to my episode called Fuck the Patriarchy. I talk about how deeply tied to the patriarchy this concept of good versus bad emotions is and basically like where our overall sentiment towards emotions and feeling them comes from. But anywho, what does it mean to feel our feelings? I like to think about this in two ways. So surrender and a coming together of self. We have to surrender to let go, to open ourselves up to the sensations in our bodies, which that's all feelings really are, right? They're just sensations in our bodies. There are a lot of emotions that are super uncomfortable, but does resisting them actually make it better? Like resisting our feelings doesn't make them go away. It's almost like they're buffering in the background. Like when you try to go to a website, but it only half loads and you're just sitting there like, why won't you load? Just like getting more and more and more frustrated, but like it doesn't load. (laughs) That's kind of what it's like when we don't let ourselves actually experience and process our feelings. It just stays there perpetually loading. So opening ourselves up to experiencing the sensations is a really, really key aspect in feeling our feelings and allowing them to process like connecting to wi-fi (laughs) um now i also see feeling our feelings as a self-reunion it's kind of like if you open your arms up and hugged a part of yourself which is another really great way to think about our emotions like as if they're parts of ourselves you could even think of them as other people that's how i like to think of my feelings So like if your feelings were another person, what would you say to them so that they feel welcome in your body? But the main reason I see feeling our feelings as this reunion with ourselves is because our emotions really are a major aspect of who we are and our lives here on earth. Like if we didn't feel, life would be meaningless. 
think about it, the best parts of life come from our emotions. What would relationships be without all of the good feelings or doing work that we love or traveling? None of it would mean shit if it weren't for our emotions. But we don't have any resistance to those emotions, do we? And that's the other half of the problem. We make our bad feelings mean something bad about us or the world. So I want to share a little personal story about this concept. This past week, I had a huge realization as I was experiencing a really deep, deep bout of embarrassment and shame. I did a good job avoiding it for a few hours after the trigger happened. Um, As I was describing before, it wasn't going away. It was just sort of buffering in the background. Like, bitch, connect to Wi-Fi, please. (laughs) Um, But then finally, I just surrendered and it was terrible. Um, It hurt so much and I ugly cried for at least 15 minutes. I was just sobbing. But what I realized at the end of it is that allowing myself to experience it didn't confirm the belief that I had about myself. I wasn't worthless or stupid or any of the other judgments I had on the other side of experiencing my emotions. And I think that's a huge problem we run into. It's that we think if we allow our emotions, it will confirm all of the terrible things we think about ourselves, but it doesn't. It's just an experience. We're allowed to think about it however we want, right? Like allowing ourselves to experience emotion doesn't automatically um, mean something. We get to decide what it means. It could mean nothing or it could mean, you know, everything, right? But that's our decision. The experience doesn't decide that for us. But at the end of me allowing that experience, I also had so much more understanding and appreciation for myself. And I felt really fucking relieved. (laughs) It's like when you've been holding your pee in for a really long time and you finally get to go to a bathroom. Like, oh, it just, it feels so good. (laughs) Which is, I, I think is like another problem we have. We think if we let ourselves feel and express the negative emotion, it'll never leave. But really the resistance to it is what makes it stay. Right. And then like, once you let it out and let it happen, you don't, feel it as intensely anymore. Sometimes it just completely goes away, right? For me, like, it took me all of 15 minutes to process the worst of it. I fucking sobbed and then it was over. And, you know, I did have a little bit of a hangover the next day. Like, I went to bed and I felt kind of sad and tired in the morning, but it was nowhere near what those 15 minutes were like. And it was nowhere near what what it was like when I was buffering the emotion. It, it, when you're buffering, it's kind of like there's this cloud hanging over you and you just can't seem to shake it. Like nothing you do makes the cloud go away. But when I processed it, I didn't have a cloud anymore. It was more just like, I'm tired. I'm tired from having this really big, intense experience. And that's okay. Right? Like it's a part of it. It's okay. It's not a problem. Or at least I can decide that it's not a problem. And so can you. But another thing I realized while I was processing this is that it reminded me of my childhood. Um, 
you know, I mentioned that I was having a lot of embarrassment and shame and it was in response to some public speaking and just putting myself in the spotlight and having some judgments after that. That's really where the feelings came from that I was experiencing. But it reminded me of what it was like to be publicly humiliated, which is something I experienced a lot as a child. Pretty much any time I was bullied, it was in front of lots of people or um, like at school or like on the bus um, was a big one. I don't know what it was about the bus, but like I should have just started walking <laughs> or something like and I've heard this experience from other people that they just like got bullied relentlessly on the bus. Like what the fuck is it about the school bus? I don't get it. <laughs> Maybe it's because there's not teachers around. I don't fucking know. Anyway, um, but like those associations are a big roadblock for a lot of us because they're oftentimes unconscious. We don't usually connect that what we're experiencing now can be associated with something that we experienced in our childhood. But even when they're not unconscious, like even if we're aware, which a lot of my clients are, a lot of people in general are now that it's like more readily available information on like child inner child work and, you know, personal development stuff, those kinds of things. So a lot of people are conscious of it. Um, But still, like the pain from not having any support at that initial wounding can keep us from going headfirst into feeling the emotion that's related to the thing we experienced in childhood, right? And the thing that's kind of being brought up now. Um, But here's the thing. It is your job to create safety for yourself. You may not have had control over your emotional and physical safety when you were a child, but you do now. So how would you create a safe space for you to feel and process your emotions? You know, for me, I'm a really auditory person. So talking to myself both in my head and out loud. Yes, I talk to myself out loud. It really helps me. (laughs) I speak kind things to myself. I've changed my inner voice for the most part. You know, we all have, it's never going to be perfect, right? Um, But I tell myself things that I didn't hear as a kid and that's really helpful for me. For you, it might be, you know, creating a physical space for you to go to that has like comforting textures or colors or I don't know, a favorite blanket or something. Maybe it means like making agreements with people or partners to help support you. But whatever it is, it's your job to make it happen. And that's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing to rely on yourself to get shit done now. I think we've become so wrapped up in our childhood trauma that we use it as an excuse to feel unsafe and almost to pity ourselves and to not take action when the reality is it's not an excuse. It's just not. It's an opportunity to create a new way of life. It's an opportunity to reparent yourself and to meet the needs that we had back then that we didn't get met, which are still our needs now. Like what happened? What would happen? If you stepped into the role of the responsible adult. So like if your heavy, intense emotions are your inner child, let's say. And for those who don't know, your inner child, I I like to think of it as when you think of your childhood self, that is your inner child. So whatever age, whatever they look like, however they're feeling, like that's your that's your inner child. Um so if your heavy and intense emotions are are your inner child, which as a caveat here, um, all of your emotions can be your inner child too. It's not just the heavy ones, but usually the heavy ones are the ones that we have the most problems with, right? <laughs> we don't we don't have a problem with feeling excited or joyful. Um, 
But anyways, uh, what would happen if you responded to those intense emotions as a responsible, kind parent? Right? Like, I think that this is really important to talk about whenever we're talking about feelings because our inner child is so deeply intertwined. Our first experiences were as these really, really reactive emotional beings, i.e. children, and the ways in which those feelings that we had back then were responded to are how we're going to respond to ourselves now. They form the beliefs we have about ourselves and our feelings and the world at large, right? So this is, I think that they're very much related and they're very important. However, if inner child work doesn't, you know, click with you, that's okay. You don't need to do inner child work in order to have a loving, amazing, compassionate, um, responsive relationship with yourself. Okay, so to recap everything that I have shared here, the first most important one to feeling your feelings is a combination of surrender and self-reunion. Maybe it's not the most important. I don't know. It's the first one though. (laughs) Letting go of the buffering and suppressing and opening yourself up to experiencing the sensations in your body and treating your emotions like other people and embracing them can be a really great way to help you do this. Um, I think it might also be helpful for you to think about some things that you need to believe about your emotions in order for you to open up to them. Like one thing for me is believing that like my emotions matter, my feelings matter, and um, they're okay for me to have. Like there's no wrong or bad emotion. It's just an emotion and I'm going to accept it. If it's coming up for me, then it's okay. So the second thing is detaching your, um, detaching, experiencing your emotions from the beliefs that are causing them. So nothing is being confirmed if you allow yourself to experience an emotion. And something I didn't say that I think is also important is that the world isn't going to end if you feel something bad. You know, we are so fucking resistant to experiencing anything negative, but that's just a part of life. And I wonder what would happen if we collectively adopted the belief that negative emotion is okay. It's not a problem. It doesn't mean anything about our worth or our value as a human. There's nothing wrong with you for experiencing it. Literally, every human on earth experiences it, including things like depression and like anxiety. Like maybe it's not to the ex- not everyone will experience it to the same extent, but we all experience it at, on some level. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with you. Now, the third thing is taking a responsibility for yourself and your emotional safety. You are not helpless. You have the power to make agreements with people, to create a safe physical space for yourself, and to choose how you're going to talk to yourself in times of heightened emotion, crisis, you know, etc. You are not a victim. Period. And finally, a lot of our emotions can remind us of things that happened in childhood. Our emotions are oftentimes our inner child just trying to communicate with us. And now you have the opportunity to reparent yourself the way you needed back then and now, right? Like our needs back then are still needs now. So that is where I'm going to leave you today. 
I hope this was valuable to you if it was or if it wasn't. <laughs> I hope it was, but even if it wasn't, I'd love to hear your feedback. Um, leave a review, write me a message, whatever you want. I just want to hear what you have to say about this. So until next time, I will see you soon. Have a wonderful rest of your week, day, night, whenever you're listening to this. All right. Bye. If you are ready to finally like yourself and free yourself from the expectations of others, I want to invite you to come work with me. I'll teach you exactly how to step into your power so that you can feel at home in your body and who you are as a person. Just head to the link in the show notes to start. I'll see you there. Thank you.